Hi, and welcome to the Cricket Shepparton Show. This is part of the Super Saturday Sports Show that you can listen to as to keep up to date with all things happening around Cricket Shepparton. This show airs on a weekly basis on a Saturday throughout the summer season on 1FM Shepparton Radio. So let's have a listen to see what's happening on the Cricket Shepparton Cricket Pitches this week. And a big good morning to all our listeners in Cricket Shepparton Region in the northern part of the uh, Shepparton Region. We've got this, we're in the studios of 1FM, in fact, and we've got Mark Statsman Owens, who was just talking to me off air about how difficult this job can be about uh, getting me to air Statsman. Sometimes you just have one of those moments, and we had a bit of a dog chirping before, and um, it was just sort of putting us off a little bit, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, I don't know what, where that was coming from. Oh, I, don't how think, funny. I, I actually don't think the listeners heard it. No. But we definitely Maybe, heard it. Absolutely. Yeah. Fantastic to have you on board. Just me and you this morning, Stats Man. It's round 14, mate. This is it. Last uh, game before finals next week. So for seven clubs, it'll be mothballs and six will be playing on and we'll find out at about six o'clock this afternoon, I reckon, who those six teams will be and how it'll all fixture up. But we've got... Dan Coombs on the line, the Tatura A-grade captain and coach, just to talk to us a little bit. We've been trying to get all the clubs on uh, each week, so uh, we've got Coombsy on the line. Coombsy, how are you this morning? Yeah, going really well, thanks, mate. You? Yeah, I'm well, I'm well. Thanks for availing yourself. I know there's one game of cricket to go, and uh, for yourself, well, you won't be participating in finals, so but you do have the opportunity today to, to potentially get a win. How does that feel? Every week we've got a chance of winning, I guess. But, uh, uh, yeah, trying to get ourselves off the bottom probably uh, is uh, a big game today. So, yeah, it should be a good contest and uh, hopefully we can go close. Coombsy, in terms of Tatura, um, what, what, what have been the main challenges for you this year? Like, has it been uh, numbers? Like, what, what's numbers been like at training? How's the club been going? Like, is, is there going to be a plan or a target in the off-season to try and get things moving a little bit uh, in an upwards direction? Yeah, I think, obviously, last year we had a pretty good year. A-grade-wise, went from a couple of years of not winning a game to winning five games. Mm. Um, probably had a few things in the off-season not go away, like Jaden Armstrong doing his ACL uh, in the footy season. He was a big out for us, and we haven't really been able to replace him. Um, uh, so him going out was a good start. And then, yeah, as I said, we probably just lost numbers, guys moving out the area or going to Melbourne as a university, etc. So I think we went down from, well, I don't know, a couple of years ago, there was five teams now down to three sides. So, um, yeah, I think it's just been a battle with a couple of those things like that. And obviously, to the start of the year, it was pretty wet. And I, I wouldn't say our pre-season was ideal. Um, yep. And then it just kept rolling from there. I think if you look at our list of fixtures in the first five games, we played the top five teams. Um, and that kind of... Knocks you about. Yeah, it gave us a bit of a tough run at the start. So, But we've got a really young side. Like, um, Even though we probably haven't got the results this year, I actually think if you look at the stats and stuff like that, there has been improvement. So I think our average age in our team is around 20, even with myself playing. So <laughs> um, the clubs don't... Those guys are only going to get better by the experience. So our batting's been better this year, um, which is good. Like generally all-round consistency-wise and scoring consistent scores. But our bowling, probably without Jaden leading our attacks, probably been our, our downfall this year. And we just struggled to get any control in most games. Um, and then there's been a couple of close games where when you're on a bit of a bad run, like last year we won a couple of close games. Mm. This year we've lost a couple of close games. So I guess that's just experience as well. So not the worst year ever, but... Um, I think there's definitely some positives, but it'd be nice to win today because 
I don't necessarily think you deserve to finish the bottom. I want you to touch on a couple of those positives for the listeners, Coombsy, and tell us about some of those talented young kids that you've got through. You've been, um, you've, you've touched on it uh, in terms of your comments before. Um, who have been, like, being the coach, you, you see them train, you see them play on a Saturday on most occasions, unless they're coming through the B grade, but uh, who's a couple of players that you really look to next year really taking off? Yeah, like I think probably a couple of guys that have, have been consistent-ish performers over the last couple of years. So Raj Singh, definitely with the bat. Um, he scored 50s at A grade. He looks dangerous. Like he, He's got very good hand-eye ability. Um, just probably finds finds a way of getting himself out. So I think he's just gaining experience of how to build in innings and stuff like that. So, um, And it, with the ball this year, actually, he's been a bit of a... He used to bowl training a bit and never really got a bowl. And he's actually taken a few wickets and, uh, and bowled well into in game, so I, I think going in the next couple of years, he's definitely going to kick on with the bat, and um, yeah, just a bit more experience uh, for him will benefit him. Um, Blake Armstrong always consistent. Uh, last year had a really um, good year with the ball. This year probably not not as good, but um, his batting as well, like he looks a million dollars technique wise. Just he's very good at finding fielders and hitting it to fielders. So um, just something he's working on in his game, and he's definitely improved this year, but. With him, I think he could rapidly improve and we could see uh, see some big scores next year and taking wickets. And I think he's probably struggled a little bit as well. Last year, him and Jade just built so much pressure at the start of the innings. Uh, it co- probably complemented his bowling, mm. uh, while this year we probably struggled to find an opening bowling partner with him. Well, there's some real potential um, talking about those guys. Now, you, you mentioned also like just you know the start of the season wasn't ideal for pretty much every club. Just your own personal views on, on, on... You've been in Cricket Shepparton for quite some time now. We know you're Premiership player at Old Students Cricket Club and then moved back to Tatura, um, you know, only a few years ago. But just the standard of cricket as you've seen it evolve over time and, and, and where do you see it going forward? Like, um, are you a believer, and I, I ask every club this, Coombsy, um, more T20 cricket, more two-day cricket, more one-day cricket. We understand that this season... Um, it was altered, obviously, with the floods to a one-day fixture for the entire season. Just where do you see cricket? Like, how has it evolved for you in Cricket Shepparton? And in terms of going forward, what would you like to see personally? Oh, some good questions there. <laughs> um, yeah, I think uh, probably 10 years ago when I first... I think the standard was, was probably maybe a slightly bit better. Um, but I think probably what we've struggled over the years is uh, lots of groups of very good youngsters that have just pulled out of the game. They're good footy players, and I guess the attraction of football over cricket sometimes mm. is, and the, the cash reward is definitely there. So yep. I think cricket's always been battling there. And we've probably seen it over the last couple of years where there's holes in clubs of certain age groups. Um, and uh, I think now some clubs are really trying hard to rebuild and and really invest in their juniors, but I guess the lower junior numbers uh, compared to years ago is probably a worry. Well, well before you go on to that other question, Coombsy, tell me about your junior, like your your development, like your kids coming through. How, how's that going at the moment? Yeah, pretty good. Like we've got our under-14s are in the grand final for um, the weekend. Sixteens uh, wise we only had a half a team this year, so I guess this is the worry is that Probably you're starting with big numbers at the bottom, but the drop-off rate's getting even... It was used to be quite high anyway, mm. but it's probably getting even quicker. So, yep. But we've we managed to keep probably three or four under-16s. Two of them are playing B-grade already, so that's really good for the club. So I guess it's just trying to make sure you've got two 
two players coming through each year, but I know it's a challenge and probably leads on to the next question. I think T20 is a bit of a balance. Like, I know that like guys from our club, they're all young and they they want to play some T20 cricket, but yeah. I don't I don't think they're keen to have it embedded like in the in the point system in the league. Yeah. But, um, I know this year we only had like one knockout game, um, uh, knockout round in the T20. So I know the boys were more keen to keep to what we did last year, have three or four T20s instead of training on a Thursday night. And I think that's a good way to bit more a round robin keep, sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, keep people keen at training and stuff like that because yeah, training can be a bit of a slog to, um, over the season. Yeah, um, I think league wise, like I've come from England where mainly we play one dayers um, and. I think if we want to keep more people in the game, mm-hmm. I know there's always like I'm happy to play two days. I'm keen, but I think numbers wise, and I think the standard different wise, probably between there's probably a bit of a divide in the league between the top five teams and some of the other teams. Um, that I think personally it would benefit from staying as one days, but I'm sure next year. As people haven't had one day, as we always uh, two days, we always want to go and do something we haven't been able to do for a few years and try that. And I guess that's what you could do: try it, see how it goes next year, and maybe then go back to whatever people prefer. Um, but I think from a long-term thing, one-day cricket, everyone gets a bat and a bowl every week. Uh, if you fail, you're not waiting three weeks to have a hit. And I think that's definitely dangerous. Like you've got to have real die-hard cricketers. You could get a Jeff for one week and then you might not bat for three weeks. Mm. You're asking guys to make a pretty big commitment um, with that type of cricket, I guess. I'm totally in 100% agreement with you, mate. And uh, I've been sort of banging on about it for the majority of the season. But I get where, where clubs are at. Like, they're all in different... They're all in different phases and different positions, so I, I get the two-day cricket, and it's something that I've been used to for, for however long um, in playing cricket, Shepparton, uh, having 80-over games, but I think that the, the landscape is certainly changing, and you, and you touched on that brilliantly, Coombsy, so well done for that, mate. Shep United today pre- present a battle. It's your last game. It's away from home um, down at Central Park. Uh, what, what are you hoping to, obviously, achieve a win today, but... Uh, and finish off with yourself. You've got a full-strength side ready to go, and if you win, you'll avoid the spoon, mate. Yeah, well, that, that's the goal. Um, yeah, it's been a really weird um, time like, after Christmas for us. I think we've played, and then we've had a week off, and then we've played, had a week off. So it's been really untailed. But I, I just hope we put in a really good performance today. Um, we played some... I probably played our best cricket just before Christmas against Central Park and the Merca, just losing against both of them. And then we got a win after Christmas, and then... Sadly, after that, we just haven't really kicked on. So I just want to see a good performance, really. We've been pretty average with the bat or ball in different games. So hopefully we can be good with both. They've obviously got some dangerous players. So um, I guess it's trying to keep their dangerous players quiet. And that's like most games in the league, I think. So, um, yeah. Looking forward to seeing how that result plays out later this afternoon. Just one last one from me, Coombsy. Mm-hmm. Who do you th- you've played, obviously, every, every side... Um, at the moment, in, in, except for Shep United, and they won't be participating in finals. Who would be your tip in uh, to win the Hazeman this year from from the clubs that you've played against? Yeah, probably against the performances against us, I'd probably say um, Marutna are up there definitely. Um, I think they're they're a, a pretty much all round package. But I think on anyone's day, like uh, yeah, in that top five. There's players in those teams that could take a game away from anyone. So I really think it will be tight. And um, there's lots of other sides I could definitely chuck in there. Uh, But I guess from when we played them, I think they were definitely the standout side. Um, Yeah, just got a a good balance in their side and everyone bats and 
lots of bowling options and good variety. So that's what you want for one-day cricket. Excellent, mate. So good to chat to you this morning. And uh, 34 degrees today uh, down at Central Park. So if you're around the area, get down and watch Coombsy and Tatura take on Shep United. Thanks so much for availing yourself this morning, mate. And there's been a shout-out too as well from, um, from Bez, the Silver Fox, saying you're an Ibis legend. Man United legend, so you, you tick all the boxes from as, as far as he goes, mate. <laughs> yeah. I've got one fan out there. That's exactly right. Good on you, Coombsy. Thanks for joining yeah, us mate. on the Cricket Shepparton Show and uh, good luck for today and for the rest of the, well, for the off-season. Thanks, mate. Thanks, Coombsy. There you go, Stats Man. Dan Coombs, the A-grade captain coach at Tatura. Always a pleasure to talk to. Yeah, no, didn't he come across really well? Awesome. An absolute statesman, isn't he? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I was, I was just sort of wondering what his journey was in cricket and how he sort of came yeah, to Australia. But he was at Tatura to start with, and then yep. I think he hadn't come across to old students for a few seasons, and we got him across there, and we actually won the flag in the A-grade with him, and then decided, I think he's... Got a bit of a love for Tatura. And, and he does it with both bat and ball, doesn't Probably he? At the same time, we're hopeful that uh, the door's always open down at Kyla. Coombsy, if you're still listening, to head back to old students for a second time, that would be awesome. We are going to go off to a break, Stats Man. And on the other side, we are going to have the A-grade skipper of the Nagambi Cricket Club with us. Marky Nolan will be joining us on the show right after the break. The mosquito plague is currently raging across the 1FM listening area. To make things worse, the mozzies can carry diseases like Ross River fever, Barmophorus virus, and the potentially deadly Murray Valley and Japanese encephalitis. So prevention is our goal here at Jason's Pest Control. We have sonic mozzie repellers. They admit a sound wave that only the insects can hear, and the mozzies simply leave the area. No smoke, no smells, and better yet, no mozzies. With a 100% money-back guarantee, call Jason's Pest Control now. 1-800-599-699. 1FM sponsor. The Marupna Golf Club. Home to the Goulburn Valley's only full-length driving range, and it's open to the public seven days a week. Yep, that's right. You don't need to be a member to use the driving range. But with some of the best value-for-money golf memberships on offer, why not take the plunge and join with unlimited golf all year round? Come and meet our PGA pro, Ben Weatherly. Need a lesson? Yep. Ben's got you covered there too. You're welcome here at the Friendly Club, the Marupna Golf Club. 1FM sponsor. Station sponsors McNamara Real Estate are now servicing the entire Goulburn Valley area. Our proud local family-run business is pleased to offer you a comprehensive service that comes with decades of local real estate experience between our team and is the region's best value agency, offering the area's only all-inclusive cat price commission rates. That's right, cat price commission. So if you're considering selling your home, please contact McNamara Real Estate on 5831 6405. That's 5831 6405. Or visit us at McNamaraRealEstate.com.au. You're tuned to Super Saturday Sport on 1FM, your one-stop for all your sports news. And we're back on the Cricket Shepparton Show. Mark, the Statsman Owens, with me in the studios of 1FM here in North Shepparton. And on the line, we've got the Nagambi A-grade skipper. Marky Nolan, welcome to the show. Cheers, boys. Thanks for having me. No worries, mate. Always good to chat to a good fella like yourself. How are things uh, faring over in Nagambi? I hear that you're playing a little bit earlier um, today, as you've had a bit of a discussion with the old students, boys. Is that correct? Um, yeah, start at 11 o'clock today. Does that suit? Uh, yeah, it should be fine for us. Um, I think it's. I think it's a good idea to get. Yeah, I think it's a good idea to get it underway a little bit earlier and uh, and sort of finish up a little bit earlier when it when it when it can happen for everybody and it suits. Yeah, definitely. Um, obviously, you can't with the juniors, but yep. I think the early to start um, is better because I don't know when you start at twelve thirty. Some games don't finish 
quite late. And, yeah, if you're playing away, it's a, it's a pretty long day for the boys. Right, I tell the listeners about your season, Mark. You, you, this is an absolute must-win for you. Do you, you stand a chance of making it? But do, I think you've got to win by a bonus point. Would that be f- correct? Yeah, we've got to win by a bonus point and have the other game go our way. But, um, yeah, overall, it's probably been a pretty disappointing season for us boys. Um, just haven't been able to find any consistency in our game with probably bad ball and in the field. Um, yeah. We sort of do one or two things good each week, but the other one always seems to cost us. I think that's the, been the biggest... the win. Yeah, been the biggest dilemma for those clubs, you know, hovering around uh, the top six, or especially from fifth through to ninth. They just, you know, the batting might work one week and then the bowling falls apart. Tell us about... Some of the young kids that you've got there that the listeners wouldn't know much about, Marky. I've, I've spoken to Coombsy at Tatura in earlier in the show, and you know who are those kids that uh, are coming through at Nagambi That uh, you know, I mean, you're a little way away from us here in Shep. Um, well, obviously we have had John O'Moore and James Ald in the team for the last sort of few years. They're still only 18 years old, so yeah. they've got a fair few games under their belt. But um, yeah, they'll sort of start to perform a lot better and more consistent over the next few years and then um, in the under-16s there's a couple of handy kids in um, Blake Ezard and Darby O'Brien who have been playing B-grade all year and we've played a few games in them the last couple of weeks in the A-grade so, so I think yeah there's definitely some promise with, with them few boys and tell us about your juniors like the numbers are good or like like how things going in terms of the junior program down at Nagambi no I mean we had an under-16s this year and we've also got 14s they play tomorrow in the in the grand final, and I'm pretty sure we got under 10s or 12s as well. So um, numbers are pretty good. Um, we obviously lost the few. The little athletics kicked off in the Gamby this year, which took a few players, which wasn't ideal. But, um, yeah, we're not going too bad. And do most of your players, like, they all come from the Nagambi region or are they coming from surrounding areas? Like, how do you find that, like, in terms of targeting people and recruiting um, cricketers, etc. Like, how does that work? Is 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 it a hundred percent? They all live in the Gamby, play for the Gamby, or is there some outsiders as well? Um, yeah, mainly mostly local boys. Um, there's obviously a few who have moved away from the town who travel back to play with us each week in Luke and and Tyrone Muir. But yeah. um, and then we got a couple from Seymour, but we've always always played against them and been pretty matty with them. And um, yeah, they come to the club as well. So students today, that provides uh, a reasonably tough opposition. They had a good win last week against Northerners, and they can, the old students being a young side as well, they can be a bit hit and miss. So you might get them on a, if you get them on a good day, it'll be a difficult day, and then you can get them on a on, on a not so good day, and that's probably, you know, when you can sort of um, make it make it really count. What, what what are you expecting today in the last game? Um, yeah, they've obviously got some pretty good experienced cricketers in um, Felix and Carol and a few boys. And then, yeah, obviously they've got a good young core group coming through, as Sarah kept telling me the last few years. So um, <laughs> He doesn't mind spruiking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's going to be a good game. They're obviously coming off coming off a very good win and they'll probably want to finish the season on a high too. So um, we'll just probably have to try to go out and be very aggressive. Um, we're obviously going to try to get a bonus point and see what happens. But yeah. Absolutely. It doesn't, your, it doesn't go away. How's your body going at the moment, Mark? You like opening the bowling? You've you've got a number of wickets. The uh, my cricket app lets me down in terms of how many wickets you've got. You might be able to remind me, but uh, like, how's your body going? Um, yeah, not too bad this year. Obviously, last couple of years had a few niggles and a few side strains and that, but um, it's not too bad. Um, 
could be better, but yeah, it's holding together. Only got one game to go, or maybe if we can sneak in the finals. But yeah, it's all been pretty good so far. And in terms of who you think, last question from me. In terms of if you don't make finals, and uh, um, who do you th- who do you reckon will win it? Who's going to win the Hazeman after all the clubs that you've played against, and uh, and who do you personally think will, will win it? Um. We didn't play them this year, but I think the best team on paper is probably Tandra, but they might slide down the ladder. Mm. I think it'll be them, and maybe we played Marubna last week, but I think the other team is probably Kyrum. I think they've added a few pieces this year. Um, we've got a very good bowling team, and their batting's got a bit stronger, and they've probably always been the best building team. So yeah, a bit of an X factor. I'll probably too. go yep. Kyrum, yeah. Okay, Kai, good. And I forgot to ask you, I asked Coombsy this question, just in terms of how you see cricket going forward like um been one day fixtures all this year what, what's your preference marky like in terms of one day cricket do you want to see two day cricket back or do you want to see t20 we talked about it last week you know but maybe being i personally think it should be involved in the fixture and for points at some point in time throughout the season or what, what's your thoughts um probably me personally and probably as a club in general at the um would rather play a lot more half two-day cricket. Um, I think it's the best stand of the cricket and the best team normally always wins. Um, we obviously yep. come in the league a few years ago to, to the same what Colton was referring back to a one-day cricket. And I think if you do have a couple of good juniors coming through um, and you're only playing one-day cricket and T20 cricket, there's a fair chance that you'll lose them. But there's definitely still a spot for one-day cricket and T20 cricket. Yep. I think you probably add it in the fixture at the start of the year when teams... Sort of probably the first few weeks are always struggling for numbers with the back end of footy season, so I think that's something they could probably look at at the start of the year with the T20s. Yeah, fair enough. No, excellent, excellent. That's what we certainly want to hear. In terms of just transitioning, I'm just going to I'm going to wrap it up now. Transitioning from where you were in Seymour Cricket and coming into Cricket Shep, how's how's the move been? Have you enjoyed you know taking on the Cricket Shepherd and clubs and um, being involved in in this particular fixture? Yeah, it's been good. It's obviously a lot better standard. Um, and it's better cricket, um, better umpires, better grounds and better wickets and everything like that. Obviously, our ground's probably not the greatest in our wicket. And we have a bit of advantage out here because we know how it plays and that. But yeah, yep. just overall, it's been a great move for the club. We'll obviously lose a lot of our juniors up to the cricket shepherding clubs. Yeah. Um, when we're in the Seymour comp, they didn't have a junior comp really. So it's been good to get all them back. And yeah, it's obviously benefit everyone's cricketing ability and yeah hopefully we can might sneak a flag one day yeah well yes yep big uh, off season targeting some players and uh, you know you stick around with lukey nolan and and, uh, and a few of the other boys and you never know what can happen do you have a question stats man or oh, i was just yep. gonna ask mark I, yep. and i know they haven't uh got a premiership in the gamby but and i know that's what you played for but being a light foot medalist twice over what does that mean to you mark um, yeah, it obviously means a bit. It's a pretty prestigious award. Um, obviously, don't play play team sports yep. for individual awards, but yeah, they were obviously nice to win. I had a couple of good seasons, but um, that was a while ago. Now I wouldn't mind stringing one of them seasons together the last yeah. few years. But um, yeah. yep, yeah, absolutely. Would be nice who who would be who'd be a tip for this year? Would Cole Mueller be top of your list? Oh, it has to be. Yeah, he's made a pile of the runs. Um, He'd probably be a favourite and probably Jed Wright. He started the year mm. real well, so it'll be one of them, so I would have thought. And you're gearing up again for the footy season, mate? Um, yeah, I'll go around again. Uh, Tyrone's coaching again, one of my good mates, so um, I Why think not? we'll be a bit stronger this year. So hopefully 
Your no, weekend, you mustn't get you mustn't get a weekend off for the year, mate. Um, yeah, off about six year, I think. If we go deep in finals, which isn't ideal, but um, yeah, body's still holding up, so a few more years yet. So good to hear from you this morning on the Saturday Cricket Shepherd and Show, Mark. Thanks for availing yourself, mate. I'll say good luck for you today uh, up against the old students, boys. So we'll see how that transpires, and you just might sneak into the finals, which would be an amazing effort in the end. So good luck today, mate. No worries. Thanks for that, boys. There you go. Thanks to Mark Nolan, the A-grade skipper. Great fella. The Nolan boys are great fellas down at the Gambia. It's always like that. It's like playing West Coast at, uh, remember the old Subiaco? Yeah, yeah. Sort of thing when you're going in a Gambia uh, stats man. So, yeah, let's run through the results for last week, shall we, stats? And then we've got a little bit of stuff to touch on in terms of the permutations of how it might uh, just transpire after today and see what we can get through, shall we? No worries. All righty. Last week, Karam, this is a, a, a bit of an upset, Statsman. I don't know if you saw this one, but I think all of us tipped Numerka last week, or maybe you didn't. I'm not sure. It'd be good to get a recording of last week's tips if you've got them. But uh, Kara, five for 136, knocked Numerka off. Numerka are in the top six, and uh, not a good result for them. All out for 115. Lockie Keedy, well done. Four for 27 off nine overs. And Mitchie McGrath, who we had here, maybe three or four weeks ago in the studios of 1FM. With yeah, no, I've got my last six. week's tips here. I went right for Numerka. You went for Numerka. Yeah. I reckon we all did. So, um, you know, Cara get the upset win there. And we, we don't mind an upset um, in Cricket Chevron. I think it's a good thing. I so, love an upset. Yep. Yeah, certainly want it in the horses today. Central Park keep rolling on. Five for 121, defeating Shep United. Uh, nine for 115, I've got written here. So Central Park get the win last week. Katandra. Now, they had a few players out last week's stats. Um, not sure what you tipped last week, but Kai Abram, 8 for 300. It makes a difference when they've got Jed Wright, Corey Hickford, um, and a few of the other boys that were out of the team uh, make a massive difference. Yeah, well, Jed Wright's one of my ones for the light. But... Oh, that's right. He'll be back today. Um, well done to Ray Island, 49 not out. But they certainly missed those um, three or four A-graders in the team. All out for 160. Kane Herbert, 96 uh, and Cole Mueller, well, he just keeps rolling on stats, man, with another 77. So his average would be phenomenal at the moment. It would be a high 60s, I'd reckon. Northerners, uh, what a game this was. Old students, 5 for 204, chased down Northerners, 7 for 203. You would, Benny Pedretti and Mitch Brett, who we had in the studios of 1FM a couple of weeks ago, both with 44. And Kel McCabe, if you're listening in, Kel, what an effort. 79 not out off 77 balls. And young Ashton Young, who's only 15 years of age, 41 in his A-grade um, efforts last week. So well done to the students. They'll take on Nagambi today. We'll talk about that in a moment. And we're talking about Nagambi. 165, lost to Marutna. 8 for 166. But this was obviously a bit closer than what uh, what the scoreline suggests. And uh, Ed Anderson, E. Anderson, 58 for Marutna. Luki Zanchetta, 4 for 23. De Silva, 4 for 24 off nine overs for Nagambi. And Luki Nolan, the brother of Mark, um, made 64. So Marupna keep rolling along at the moment. Uh, Yoroa in the last game, 143, lost to Wayai, 158. Now let's look at the ladder, Statsman. Shall we? We've got uh, still plenty of time to get through. Now the ladder sees... It looked like this at the moment. Marupna on 67. It's really tight at the top. Mm-hmm. Marupna, 67 points. 
Katandra, I'm going to get you to think about what where you think it might finish up. Well, Katandra got the buy, so they right. they can either stay there or go down. Righto. So Katandra, 65 points. Kyabram, 63 points. Central Park, 62 points. So between top and fourth, only five points. So if results were to happen and there were upsets, etc., Central Park could easily jump to the top of the ladder. Um, we'll see if that transpires that way in a moment. Way I, sorry, Newmerka 45 points and Way I 42 round out the six. Now, this is where Nagambi need to win. If you get a bonus point um, and Way I lose, uh, Nagambi will make the six. They're on 35 points, just sitting outside the top six at the moment. Underneath them, you can put a line through the rest of the teams. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm actually, what do you think about Northerners? The start of the year was fantastic. And they've fallen off the perch a little bit, uh, Statsman. They're on 31 points. What, what's your views on Northerners um, in the second half of the season? It's sort of fallen apart a bit for them. Yeah, it's gone a bit awry for them after Christmas, hasn't it, Northerners? And they were up there early. Oh, 3-0. They yeah, they were, uh, they'd be disappointed uh, with the definitely the second half of the cricket Shepparton season. That's for sure. Yeah. Old students, 28 points. Disappointing season for students. Um, most likely finishing around ninth position. If they can win today, they'll jump above Northerners. Um, I don't think they'll catch Nagambi unless they were to win by a bonus point, which I don't think will happen because Nagambi are after that. Uh, and Euroa, 22 points. And the bottom three, Shep United, 17. Kara 16. Tatura, 13. So the fight for the wooden spoon, Statsman. Imagine if there was a relegation system where you, you know, it would be a, a, an interesting last, uh, like a day in terms of a relegation um, with United playing Tatura, and if Tatura win, they'll go above um, Shep United, and we assume Kara taking Way Eye on. Well, that'll be a tough fixture there in itself as well. Shall we look towards our fixtures and our tips for um, for today, the final round of fixtures in the A grade? Let's kick it off, Statsman. Kara Momus take on Way Eye. And then you can adjust your ladder accordingly. At Vibert Reserve, 12.30 today, who do you think wins in that game? Look, I think Wayai will, will beat Caramonis today. Although, you know, Caramonis, after last week... Fabulous win last week. Yeah, fabulous week, win last week. So you just you, you wouldn't say it's a given for Wayai, who are in sixth spot currently. But you sort of feel... Well, they've both got a lot to play for, haven't they? Because Cara lose, they could potentially get... The bottom spoon. So, right. and if way I lose, well, they can potentially miss out on finals. So, there is a bit for both clubs there at Vibert Reserve this afternoon. Look, I think way I, but you know, after the back of what Caramonis did last week, anything could happen. And trying to avoid finishing bottom and in their new facilities, you just never know. In saying that, I 100% agree with you. I think way I just have too much to play for and uh, would not want a negative result because if Nagambi were to get the chocolates against old students with a bonus point, Way I would miss. A little bit of a bonus here for Way I is that uh, the Nagambi old students game is playing earlier at 11 o'clock. So they get an hour and a half to have a look at what's happening in that game. It might not mean too much, but you'll, you'll, you you'll get the trend of a game at the start in the first hour and a half, Statsy. If Nagambi have gone out and got old students, you know, five for 10 or something like that, then you know they're a real chance to get the bonus point and Wayai would have to put in a performance or miss finals. 
So you, you follow what I'm saying? Yes, I do. Beautiful. And it's interesting times, isn't it? Certainly is. Let's get to the second game. So we're both tipping Way I. So Way I make the six for the both of us. Another big game. Marupna taking on Yamurka. Yamurka uh, had the bye last week, so didn't play. They'll be a bit. Um... No, they got rolled by Carroll last week. My apologies. They had the bye the week before. Marupna take on Yamurka at Marupna. This was a tough one because I reckon Yamurka can be a bit of a hit and miss. I think. I honestly think Marupna will get it done. They're just across the board, got the bats and the bowlers to be too strong for Numerka. But in saying that, Numerka have got some guns as well in the likes of Liam Gladiol and Michael Eckhard. What a game that'll be down at Marupna. I'm going to go the Marupna win, and they're going to finish top of the ladder for mine, Statsy. Look, I'm hearing what you're saying. Numerka can be enigmatic at the best of times, but Marupna... And we heard uh, Dan Coombe say a little earlier, they just got, got the all-round. I think they're the, the most well-rounded side in the competition, both with bat and particularly ball. And I think they'll get the job done at home today. So Marupna, a bit of a duet with the both of us. They get the job done today. Well, they've only lost the one game. That was back they in have. round three to Wai. That's right. And they're so strong at home. They'll have the faithful there. So um, they'll get it done today. Shep United take on Tatura. This one's at Central Park. Um, as it was moved from Princess Park due to the floods. You know what? After talking to Coombsy this morning, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say Tat's going to win. I reckon Tat will finish off the bottom, and I reckon Tatura Cricket Club will get a win today and, uh, and finish above the spoon. What do you reckon, Statsy? I'm going to go for Tat. I think United should win. Look, it's 50-50. United have been good. Like They have got close in a lot of games. Um, haven't been smacked too many times, and it'll be a real 50-50, I agree. Just off the back of this morning's discussion with Coombs, I reckon he'll have the boys primed, and I reckon they'll win. So you're going United by the sounds of it. Yeah, I think United should get the job done there. Okay. Uh, next game, Northerners take on Central Park at Tally. Uh, Northerners will want to finish off on a positive. They've had a, a weakened, like, I guess, second half of the season where they've had a few losses, and they lost last week to old students, even after making 200. So they're bowling falling apart a little bit there. I think Central Park's bats might get a hold of them, and I think Central Park will win. Yeah, I think Central Park, look, they've had a sort of, their their first start of the season was definitely better than after Christmas. And uh, look, although in saying that, you would think Central Park would defeat Northerners, you would think. I think so too. So there again, other than uh, the one game so far, we're all in agreement. Stats man, two games to cover. Kyabram take on Yarrow at Kyrek Reserve. And they've got some real form hitting machines at the moment with Kane Herbert making 96 last week and Kyle Mueller off the back of 77. The and special Ks. Yeah, that's right. Red hot form. The triple Ks. Kyabram, Kane and Kyle. It's all happening down at the Kyrek Reserve. And I reckon Kyabram will win and win really well against Yarrow. Yeah, you'd think Kai Abram, wouldn't you? They're just a juggernaut at the moment. And congratulations to Hurley Barr and Bistro Hounds on taking out the GB Big Bash uh, last Sunday as well at Deakin. The Bush Bash last week at Deakin. It was an excellent day. There was um, It was fairly well attended. It was There was barbecues and biggest hits and all sorts of stuff happening. So well done to Dave Dallaire and the organising um, committee of the Bush Bash. And as you said, well done to the Hurley Hotel Hounds um, for getting the job done. Nagambi, last game. Marky Nolan's boys against my boys, the old students' cricket club, Nagambi at Nagambi, starting at 11. So in another hour, that game gets underway. 
I'm going to go old students for a win here. I'm going to think they're going to upset the Nagambi Lakers um, over at Nagambi. Stats man, but I reckon I've just got this feeling you're going to go against me. It's another 50-50 contest like Nagambi Lions 7th and old students in 9th. And look, I just, because it's at Nagambi, I'm going Nagambi. If it had been uh, at old students' home ground, I probably would have gone old students there. Okay. So, so the home team wins? Yeah, I think just the home team wins in that one. And they did mention that, uh, you know, like the, the pitch and everything that they, they are suited to it and they, they play to it. This, in fact, was the game that was because of the heat out um, in January, this was the refixture. This was supposed to happen, I don't know, what was it, six or seven weeks ago and has been moved to the last round. So we had this little fixture available on February 25 and these are the fixtures for today. So uh, Kara take on Wayai, Marupna take on Yamurka, Shep United take on Tatura, Northerners versus Central Park, Kai versus Yaroa, Nagambi in the final game takes on Old Students. That one happening at 11am down at the Gambi if you're around the area. So the way I see the ladder, Statsman, my top six, just before we go to the news, will look like this. Marupna will finish top. Now, this is providing no bonus points uh, yep. one. It's just a yep. standard win, uh, listeners. So Marupna will finish with 73 on top. Kai will finish second with 69. Central Park, really close, will finish third, 68. Katandra will drop to fourth. And finish with 65 points. Wayai with 48. And Yamurka will finish in sixth position with 45 points. Um, I think that the la- next week, Marupna will take on Yamurka two weeks in a row. That's what I reckon. So they play him today and they'll play him in the first week of the finals next week. Kai will take on Wayai. And Central Park, fourth versus fifth, will take on Katandra. That's my tip for the finals next week. Thanks again, Statsman, for availing yourself this morning, as you do each and every Saturday morning on the Super Saturday Sports Show. We're just going to keep rolling on in terms of Super Saturday for the next however many weeks leading up to the footy season. How does that quickly progress for you? There'll be a little bit of a break uh, where we'll go into music mode. Of course, after 10 o'clock, programming will stay the same, basically. But before 10 o'clock, there might be a couple of weeks between 8 and 10 where we have a bit of music. And really quickly, are you looking forward to the to the footy season and calling footy and being a part of the 1FM commentary team for 2023? I'm really looking forward to it. Looking forward to uh, being at the Marupna Football Club and as well. And they have actually got a practice match next Saturday, believe it or not, in one o'clock in the afternoon. So, yeah, it's really just around the corner. And, uh, of course, uh, the AFL itself is some 20 days away. It's not too far away. And next week, it's finals action. Stick with us on 1FM 98.5 next Saturday from 9.15. We'll be with you and looking forward to it. Thanks again for this morning, and uh, in, we've loved having your company. If you have enjoyed the show, then please let us know what you think at our socials, 1FM Super Saturday Sport on Facebook and Twitter, and tune in from 8am next week to find out more. Till next week, goodbye. <laughs>